Heather. Hello. So, what was your pick for for this go around? I am so excited to hear your reaction to this movie because it. Yeah, I let me have it, Sarah. Well, what's it called? Saltburn. Twenty twenty three. Written and directed by Emerald, is it Fernell? Oh. She wrote uh, and directed Promising Young Women as well. Yeah. Um, so how do you want to go about this? What's your opinion? Well, you want to do some opinions first? Um, Opinions. Well, okay. So what struck me as odd about this film is that when I was watching it, I had kind of a visceral reaction, which I believe is was intended, where I didn't, at first I didn't like it. I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't like any of this. This is crazy. This is absurd. This is outlandish. This is just pure shock value. And then it took me to digest it, to like re- look back and think about like, oh my gosh, this film was completely made for women, by a woman, for the female gaze, and with a refreshing kind of unyet seen candor, like talking about things that only you would not say out loud. If you keep these, you know, intrusive thoughts to yourself, you're seeing them being acted out on the screen. So I, that was like, usually movies I have an instant reaction to and I'm like yay or nay and this one like I watched it I went to a special screening for it um I got to see Emerald speak about afterwards um in front of a panel um there there was a huge like fancy schmoozy drinks and appetizer soiree afterwards so like they really sort of set the scene and the tone and I was just kind of like oh my god I I didn't like this. And then like after processing it, I realized I kind of do. Hmm. What do you think? Um, what was it that you weren't liking or what did you think you didn't like at first? Just like, um, I, I thought that, okay. The, the sort of like, um, I, I really loved. Okay. So I liked the, the homoerotic, friendship between the outlier and the cool kid um from the get-go I really liked that and I thought they were gonna sort of show us a little bit about like the vulnerability and gentleness and sweetness that can be found between two men you know against what society expects from them and I thought like oh the the rich the rich boy I forget his name was gonna like really see the goodness and kindness of this person that's you know not a popular guy and sort of bring him in in the fault in the fold and it would be one of those kind of stories. But the fact that it just turned itself on its head and exposed you know the the rich kid for being like kind of a douche. Um, I, I don't know. Like I I didn't see it coming, and I guess because it was unpredictable. I didn't like it. <laughs> that was my first reaction. And then I kind of saw some of the scenes as being extremely gratuitous and uncomfortable. And then, you know, scenes that are gratuitous and uncomfortable are like that for an obvious reason. Um, kind of a, a little bit 
reminded me of Requiem for a Dream at some points. Did, I don't know, some horrible like, yeah, moments that you're kind of like, <gasps> what am I watching? I mean, I definitely felt that about Requiem, but I didn't have that feeling for this one. Okay. I guess I think, the drinking bathtub water and... Oh, yeah, that was kind of disgusting. For humping sure. the grave. <laughs> um, I was reading... Um, I read that that scene, the grave scene, was done um, kind of impulsively. And, in fact, was not... Like, the actor made that choice. Like... The director Emerald was telling him to like go further, go further, go further, and like he kind of like took it to a whole new level. He went further. He went further. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, did you like it immediately? Um, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Okay. So I had read, I had sort of already read some stuff about it, and was kind of like, just because they had like they. they they compared it to um, the talented Mr. Ripley, which I love. So I was just mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, I had in my mind like, oh, I'm just so tired of people like regurgitating stuff, like get something original. Cause I thought it was going to be, you know, almost the same basically. Um, That's which what I you mean, said I, when I suggested it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what you, it was, it was, I mean, it was definitely similar. It's got like the, the similar theme, but yeah. But I think, you know, for one, some amazing cinematography, like one, the one that stands out the most to me is after the, after Felix's death and the butler on the bridge with the two umbrellas with the family standing under it. I was like, holy shit, that is like an amazing, uh -huh. I don't know right. if, it, if somebody else has done it, something similar in the past. I don't have a. I don't have knowledge of it, but I was like, oh my God, that is fucking chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The collection of rocks, the way that they, oh, yeah. I, I loved all that. And just how, like, oh my God, that party scene, like just how colorful and yeah. landish and irreverent, like I just, and decadent, like the kind of the un, unabashed, almost embarrassing decadence of the film yeah um, oh another another one that was good is when i i think it is that again after felix's death and the family's at the table and they're all like trying to mourn and you know like what's correct and how are you why are you eating and whatever and they shut all the curtains and the room becomes red yeah it's like, oh, really good oh yeah the family cannot deal with like actual real emotions whatsoever um, oh yeah and oh sorry okay. oh i was just gonna say their relationship with the one uh with pamela and how she's basically just there to amuse them yeah you know as they all talk shit behind her back um yeah and like when she dies they're like oh she'll do anything for attention <laughs> so there are some winner lines but like um yeah just i guess that side that's sort of like, I mean, I kind of grew up adjacent to this world, you know, in Huntington Beach, like I lived in a nice track and there were all kinds of different homes and classes of people in my track. We were definitely the poorest class in the track, but like I had a really rich um, childhood friend 
who like would invite me on these elaborate vacations. And it was, it was almost like that sort of like to amuse us, like that kind of feeling like dance, monkey dance, sing for your supper, you know, kind of like atmosphere where you're exposed on one hand, you're like, you know, it's the deal with the devil. Like you're, you know, you're there to serve a purpose, which was to like basically entertain my friend so she wouldn't annoy her parents. But at the same and same time, you're like, oh my God, we can go through the drive-through and I can order whatever I want. It's like, you know, I've never had that. I've not, you know, I just felt so spoiled. And, and and that kind of like, but knowing that like you're serving a purpose at the same time. So yeah. But yeah. And I also I thought like I thought the way that do, okay, do you agree this movie is a vampire movie? A vampire? Well, I mean, I guess it could That's be like it's psychic vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the director, writer, she said this is a gothic vampire tale. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, if yeah. you if you did it as far as like psychic vampire, I mean, the whole family basically is taking people and using them. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Except, I mean, I feel like that maybe the dad the least, but otherwise yes well they're they're looking at it as um well what's his name the main character turns into is it chance chase what's his name oliver oh, sorry <laughs> oliver quick oliver quick yeah uh, turns into the vampire oh so you're saying like they've made him one like they brought him in and turned him and but he ends up eating all of them. I mean, true, but I do. I don't know if they really turned him because, like, oh, yeah. So you're just saying he's he's the vampire and they are vampire. Okay, yeah. But I mean, I, mean, I feel but, like they kind of are too, though, in the sense of like they just take from people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you what did you think of Rosamund? I thought she was brilliant. I mean, I love her. Yeah. She, she just makes me she she really makes me think of Pride and Prejudice though. <laughs> okay, I th I think of Gone Girl. Oh, I've never seen that. I've never oh, seen it. Phenomenal. Um, it's it's phenomenal. We'll see. And that the antagonist, the protagonist, and antagonist are not who you expect. And you you go back and forth the whole movie trying to figure out who's the bad person. <laughs> it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's not easy to predict. And it has such a great voiceover um, narrative that, and it's just steel. She plays such a fucking steel character. Oh, watch it. Anyway, we're off topic. <laughs> Did you like the dance montage sequence at the end of Saltburn? Oh, God. Yeah, I did, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was just so, like, just... I don't know, ego indulgent, just prancing around his house that he, he got to see his third leg too. It was jiggling <laughs> all over the place. I mean, they were impressed by it the first time they all saw it in the field. So, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what Emerald was saying that that was um, supposed to be a reverse to when Felix shows him around the first time supposed to be like the opposite of that oh okay sort of so it's like, like tracking tracking the same locations but back but from a different 
POV, obviously. Like he's yeah. like insane and naked dancing around his blood bought home, you know? Yeah. But I loved like the reason why like the female gaze of it all is, is the bathroom scene, is the water scene, is the spying on your obsession is the turning your obsession wanting your obsession so badly that you will like okay granted like these are intrusive thoughts and like we'll never act upon it but it's that like at least playing around with the theme of wanting someone so much you will do anything which might even be taking them out of the running for someone else you know it's like that desperate like young like pheromone love I don't know. I just love the fact that they personified it and and delivered it so viscerally with the drinking the bathtub water and like just wanting to like smell them and inhale them. Like it was so poetic. Yeah, the bath anyway. the bathtub water thing was like so disgusting to me. I mean, I got it. I got the point of it is that you're just like I need to lick this essence of this person, but Oh God, I don't know. It's just gross to me. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It was grosser to me than the like the grave thing was whatever, but that was more just you know insanity, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever had that wish. <laughs> I no. probably had the wish to drink someone's bathtub water more uh, than this fucking their grave. Sorry. Yeah, I think I don't think either of those have ever crossed my mind, but you know. <laughs> not not a bathtub water drinker, but like, you know, wear a sweatshirt of theirs to sort of savor the Yeah. The father's delivery of like, <clears throat> okay, you've amused us enough, you must go now. Like, you know, that that's just like totally like his job. He does he's done it so many times. He tries to like to avoid any drama. We're gonna do it early in the morning. Nobody will notice. Like what do you think of the fashion in this movie? I thought a lot of it was really bad. Yeah. It was not yeah. good. And I was kind of confused what the time period was supposed to be. What wasn't it? Wasn't it supposed to be like 2000s, 2000s. or something? Yeah, it didn't That's seem. I mean, I guess some of it maybe seemed OK, but some of it also didn't seem like. Like it was from that time period, but I don't know. Who knows? Mm. I mean, we were goth, so maybe we weren't paying attention. Um, yeah. I like the the sort of what did you think of the makeup? Like there was a lot of talk about the makeup, where it's kind of like it was gritty and smeared and overdone and I don't know. Really? Yeah, the think... opposite. I mean, on purpose, like to sort of like what the sister? What's her name? Is it um, Carrie oh. Mulligan? Um, her name was Venetia. Venetia, yeah, like that kind of like smeared eyeliner and you know, like kind of like the overdone dewiness. Anyway. I guess I didn't really necessarily like notice that. Oh, okay, I mean, after certain things that happen, you know, like the scene in the garden, doesn't he like? Well, he smears blood, but then. I don't know. So like after events, I feel like there was smearing, but I guess I don't remember it like on purpose. Mm. Okay. I know the, that Pamela one, she had very distinct, uh, her fashion was kind of fun. Yeah. I like what she was yeah. wearing. 
<clears throat> she was cute. Yeah. I don't know. Does it make sense to try to go through this or do we just talk about it? I don't know. If you want. I mean, I guess maybe yeah, I can just sort of quickly go through it and then we can stop on things that maybe you want to talk yeah. about or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So I have Oliver talking about loving Felix, basically almost like sort of like narration type of thing is how it starts. And Felix, everyone loving him, his charisma, they're at university. Um. Oh, I have a, a comment that I really like the font they use for like the yeah. the... Yeah. Uh, words and stuff in the beginning salt burn and whatnot i was like "Ooh, that's a good oh, font very gothic gothic font it was a good one but it was like different like i don't feel like i've seen a font like that necessarily mm. anyway i liked it you want to change uh, your <laughs> yeah i have the note ikea bag oh so, some you know when they're at the school some woman is carrying her shit in an ikea bag and i thought it was funny so yeah class of 2006 oliver spots attractive man felix mm -hmm. um then we have the guy talking about maths and there's an english tutor uh i didn't understand that scene was he supposed to it was the english tutor office and was oliver's are they both getting is farley and oliver both getting tutored or like i didn't really understand what that was supposed to be happening in there oh i got the impression that farley wasn't doing that well Right. And, and so was all was was the conversation about Oliver tutoring Farley or were they both being tutored instructed by this tutor person? I didn't I was that scene was kind of confusing oh, to me. I don't know. Okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. Sort it. Uh oh, so Oliver finds Felix and his bike flat tire. Um the maths kid is talking to Oliver and really trying to like make friends with him but you know oliver's already like obsessed with felix um oh so then they're at the bar together oliver and your kitty and uh the math kid and mm -hmm. felix calls over oliver because you know he had helped him with the bike tire so now he knows who he is and so then he just sits down with the popular kids and basically totally ignores who he came to the bar with. Um, yeah, that was an uncomfortable scene. That bar reminded me so much of a bar in Connecticut, in New Haven, Connecticut, called Richter's that has been there forever, right next to Yale. Same kind of bar, same interior, same people. Anyway. <laughs> Felix is talking about his rich family, and Oliver says his parents are addicts and drug dealers. Mm-hmm um you know kind of the woe is me acts real shy and poor you little, know poor little poor boy yeah poor little poor exactly i have i don't know what this sentence means a title and a and a castle gets you hand jobs does he say that is that why i've written down oh I, um, I guess felix must say that a title and a castle gets you hand jobs yeah i guess so yeah because yeah called burn um maths calls all i don't know what maths i just called him maths through this i have no idea what that character's name is uh calls oliver a bootlicker um and then we have a scene of oliver being a creeper at felix's window while he's like having sex with some random woman 
Uh, and then Oliver runs into a girl in the hall who was looking for Felix and then basically tries to take advantage of the situation. Um, but then she, she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, then Oliver's mom calls and he basically says that his dad dies or died. So Felix takes Oliver to the river for the like traditional, you write the name of the deceased on a rock and you throw it into the river and and it goes up on like the shore which i feel like is that like a hint is that supposed to be a hint like he's not dead yeah (laughs) yeah it's fake it didn't take Uh i wonder where that tradition like originated and why i wonder if it's real like if people do that yeah it seems like it could be yeah chuck it in all right so felix invites him to Saltburn for the summer. Uh, Felix or Oliver shows up, greeted by the butler, who is, you know, doesn't. I don't Suspicious. remember what the butler. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what his name is, but he, there's not Jeez. a lot of there's not a lot of smiling that happens from that man. Yeah. Um, so a- Felix shows him around. The family is talking about him. I have that they take in tragic people to feel useful. Question mark. Entertained question mark then they that's this is when they they want to push pamela out because she's like overstayed her welcome and uh then we have venetia is out in the garden trying Um, to seduce him and she i have where oh i have a line that says we're all cold-blooded i don't know what that means i don't remember now um Oh yeah, this so then after that is the scene in the field where they're all naked and they make him get naked and then they make jokes about his supposed big yeah. penis. Yeah. I have the line lots of people get lost at Saltburn. Ooh, yep. And then Oliver hears moaning and watches Felix masturbating in the bathtub. And then that's yeah, that's where it's he puts his face in the bathwater and drinks it and I wrote you. <laughs> well yeah. that was the point i know um i have the mom says she was a lesbian for a bit but it's all too wet in the end men are so lovely and dry and i thought that was hysterical <laughs> i thought that line was really funny um what was the mom's name mm, i don't know Lady Elsbeth. 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 All right. Very fitting. Um, tells the mom she's beautiful. Um. Oh, for some reason he. Oh, he's. That's when he's like raised the raising the doubts about Pamela's stories. Um, mm-hmm. and I put, but is he really hinting about himself? Question mark. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because he's like trying to get them to i think because he wants her to leave right i feel like he's like yeah let's let's have pamela leave the establishment yeah um anything to say keep reading got anything no that's when does um the cousin come in i think soon but i don't know oh yeah i think soon um finds venetia outside venetia is such a perfect name like venetian blinds i have finds venetia outside calls her out and 
becomes her master tells her she will eat. Oh, this is when, um, so then I guess Farley is there mm. because I have Farley spies him or spies on him eating out Venetia in the garden. Right. So he must he have did. already been there, but I don't remember when he came. I don't have that note. Venetian. <laughs> eating he Venetian. Venetian tonight. Yeah. yeah, I think it's interesting, like, the use of sex and power in this movie. Like, it's almost, the like, it, the romance is almost secondary. Like, there isn't romance, really, other than, like, the, oh, I'm in the garden and then under a full moon waiting for you. Like, that's but it. I don't, it. I, mean, I don't even think that was romance. I think that was just, come get me. But yeah, but the use of power is like yeah. the, the primary goal. Like he wants to enmesh himself so, you know, endeared with the family and get rid of anyone who sees his real motive and, you know, and just basically become them. But I don't know. He does become them. That's exactly what happens. They're all just little puppets in the end with rocks. Um. So then I have breakfast. And then Oliver's B-Day party theme is Midsummer Night's Dream. Felix is in a mood. Mm -hmm. And Farley is being a dick. Felix confronts, um, I guess, confronts Oliver about lying about Venetia and says, and he says Farley is lying. Uh, Felix talks about, oh, that's when he tells him that he had somebody over the last summer who slept with Venetia and, you know, kicked him out or whatever. That was it. And then we have Oliver ignores Venetia outside his window on another night. Um, and then we have the karaoke karaoke scene where now he's trying to like manipulate Farley, it like sexually, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Farley puts on a song, a Pet Shop song, Pet Shop Boys song, the Rent one, basically mm-hmm. is like a dig. And so Oliver starts to sing it, then realizes what the words are. And then basically calls Farley out, like, we're in the same boat, you know, you're dependent, you're dependent on people too. So, you know, get off your high horse. Yep. Um, and then they kick Farley out. And then we have Pamela's funeral. Pamela kills herself. And that's where I have the line of she'll do anything for attention. Uh, Felix takes Oliver somewhere for his birthday and he doesn't know where it is and turns out he's taking him to his parents' house where you find out that his parents are perfectly normal in a very respectable neighborhood, no drug addiction, and a perfectly well father. Yeah. Yeah, that was an uncomfortable scene for sure. And then, you know. um... I I like that Felix made them stay for lunch. He's like, no, you're not getting out of this shit. Yeah, you're going to writhe. And then Felix knows the jig is up. Yep. Do you think Felix wanted the romantic romantic attention from Oliver? I don't think so. I really think the whole, the family just has like this. That's why I think I have that line of like, is the family, you know, like, we just need these fixers, you know, like these people that we can, like our lost little puppies that we can take care of until we, I don't know, don't feel like it anymore. 
and make ourselves feel like good people. Yeah. So I think it's more something about that than like a sexual thing for exploiting. Okay. Yeah. He's got to be aware of it. I mean, maybe I think also Felix is so aware of his sexual prowess and like his power that he's just used to everyone falling in love with him. Yeah. I mean, I think he's very aware <laughs> that that Oliver has this thing for him, but I don't think it I don't think it goes both ways and I don't think he's super affected by it. He's just like, "Oh yeah, another one wants to get on me." I thought the usually I love like symbolism no matter how much it's used, but that statue in the middle of the garden, I thought it was like, "Okay, we get it." <laughs> like I don't know. What what was it again? It was like a weird minotaur, I thought. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Oh, like a like a pan type of right person but it's supposed okay. to resemble physically felix but it was a little like, like okay it's in the middle of a maze and oliver's okay. there <laughs> got it oh wait let's see talking to him i was oh, oliver begging him not to your father's in the garden so, okay so felix realizing that it's all lies they go back to saltburn um they're going to have the, the birthday party still, but as soon as the party is over, then Oliver has to leave is the sort of deal. Uh, Felix tells Oliver to fuck off. Oliver staring at Felix and just basically following him around the house. And then that's when he follows him into the maze. He tells Felix tells Oliver that he doesn't want to be his friend. And then we have the next day, everyone's looking for Felix and Felix is dead in the center of the maze. And you can tell also, like, in that scene, everybody's, like, frantic. And Oliver's just, like, calm. Yeah, what you guys, yeah, what are you guys doing? Exactly. I know. We have a, are we having breakfast? Like, where's my coffee? <laughs> where's my eggs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but also weirdly calm when the whole pull the curtain scene, too. The family, like, is just kind of like, tra-la-la another tragedy but i mean like why if they're so upset how are they not realizing that he's not i know like wouldn't you be like that's weird and we're now suspicious of you because you're like eating just the common fine. denominator yeah the yeah. common denominator what's new what's new here you are why are all these deaths happening like there's no like this is a lot of deaths oh i had speaking of that I mean, which we'll get there, I guess, in a couple seconds. But like when the father dies, he doesn't have anything to do with that, right? Unless, the, or did the, I did the dad, he did. or did the dad kill himself because of sadness due to the, his children dying? Oh, I because it was years, all... it was years later. And I don't think, I don't think Oliver was around at that time. Like it was still part of the long game, I guess, because that's like, you don't find out that he died until she comes to that restaurant where he's supposedly just happens to randomly be there hmm. right and so it didn't seem like he was around so then i was like well did he still have something to do with the father's death or was it age related or health or was it he killed himself because of the children like they never really clarified on why at least i don't remember them doing that of why mm. the dad died i thought it was I don't know. I somehow in my mind, I I took it as Oliver got to him, somehow. Hmm. All right. So yeah. So police come and then they're trying to have lunch, 
And that's where I have the note for the curtains make the room red. Um, and then I have Farley says he shouldn't be there. And then this is when Oliver kind of basically points the finger at Farley and is like, well, didn't you bring like a fucking barrel full of cocaine that you've been feeding to Felix all night? Mm -hmm. um, and so then the family turns against Farley thinking, oh, well, he's the cause. Um, and then the you have the funeral. Oh. Yeah. And then you have the funeral. And then I have that note with the shot of the butler holding the umbrellas over the family. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and then I have Oliver on on Felix's grave, sobbing, fucks the dirt. <laughs> I know, dirt fucker. Dirt fucker. A, a, new, a new urban dictionary. Yes. Um, Mom doesn't want him to leave. Murder on the dance floor so many murders all right so yeah so mom doesn't want him to leave uh venetia's in the bath and she says stranger danger and she then won. we have yeah mm -hmm. and then she's dead in the bathtub Boom. so this is another thing i was like okay maybe we think felix drug overdose yada 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 whatever but like with this one did oliver have um a pair of gloves did he use a towel like where yeah. the, there's gonna be fingerprints all over the place like i just how did this happen yet you're getting away with it we're not investigating anything like i just this is when I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there'd be some investigation at this point. We have two deaths. Goth like that. It's a gothic fantasy. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I know movies you have to. No, no, no. But I mean, like, part of me also had this idea that the movie was intended to be like a fantasy come to life. Like, like this is all taking place in his head, potentially. You know, mm. it's the rich boy school who he somehow weasels his way in and somehow gets invited to spend the, you know what I mean? It's like taking him away from his own dreary monotony and and then finds out these are terrible people and then kills them all one by one and then inherits the mansion. Like to me, it's like that kind of outlandish fantasy. Okay. So I didn't even ask those questions because, you know, you saw you saw a man humping a grave. <laughs> you saw him drinking these are all things the that water. these are all things that could happen heather all right <laughs> i know you're sniffing sweatshirts armpits so <laughs> always as a rule as a rule you dip <laughs> it in the bathtub and then oh, you yeah. sniff it Ugh. um so this is when the dad asks him to leave um but he says he has to stay for the mom which mm -hmm. you can see on the dad's face that he's just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. Like, are what? you for real? Um, and he tries to basically pay him off. So how much to get you to leave? And he does leave. So I guess we found a price. It worked. Um, and then magically, Elizabeth runs into Oliver in town. They just happen to be in the same area because she got a flat. 
in that area after her husband died. Her bike tire got a flat. Yeah, ah! And so she's like, oh, you should come visit Saltburn. You know, I miss you, whatever. And then um, I don't exactly know what illness she gets, but I'm assuming that he gives her causes her to have something a respiratory disease or something i don't know like he poisons her doesn't he is that what it is okay yeah yeah because then you have the end scene where or when she dies that he basically pulls the ventilator but i wasn't sure like oh yeah a lot of people had problems with that too because it's like how would the nurses and stuff not notice that he yanked his ventilator out but i mean is there actually somebody there or do they just have him as the, you know, do they come oh. and check in and he's like the caregiver and then they come twice a day or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they would notice that the ventilator is gone. Well, he pulled it out, but I mean, I don't think you're pulling out a ventilator. If somebody passes away, your loved one, I don't know. I mean, probably not. I mean, most people probably wouldn't, but maybe he could have yeah. just said like, I didn't want a, the a tubes attached or, you know, who knows. In a fit of despair. Yeah. CPR. I wanted to preserve her dignity. Exactly. Um, well, I mean, that just adds to your thing of fantasy. Like, yeah. Don't think about the holes. Just. Yeah. Just go with it. Yeah. And so then I have, you know, walking through the house, dancing, snorting coke. And then he kept all the rocks. That was my last sentence. Yeah. Pet rocks. Yeah. His little pet rocks. Maybe that's the symbolism is like the old pet rocks. Like, you know. From the 70s that, or whatever? Yeah. Like we, <laughs> they're all his, his, his collection of uh, death conquering. Wouldn't the water triumph. be cold? Like he had to go in that water to find all those rocks. Oh, well, yes, but we're back to the fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and you think it's got to be, like, doesn't the butler, like, I always thought the butler was going to be onto him and, like, eventually turn him in or something. Well, but the butler seems, like, indifferent to everything. Yeah, that was another thought I had. When he leaves and, like, when the dad finally pays him off and all of the the help is, like, standing outside or whatever, and I'm, like, thinking... In anything I've ever watched, the downstairs or whatever is on to everything happening in the house. So oh, I'm yeah. like, they listen to everything. Like they're like the eyes and the ears of, of the house. So it's like, I was like, how would you, how would they not have known? Yeah. I have never watched anything that had the housekeepers, butlers, whatever, that weren't aware right, of what like, was happening. So I, I also feel like they probably despise the family even more. I mean, not not to the point of death, but I bet you that they don't like the family either. I mean, possibly. I mean, especially the butler. I feel like he's definitely taken advantage of. Yeah. yeah well, anyway. Fella. That was Saltburn. Yeah. Other... I knew you would get a kick out of it, but, you know, you didn't hate it as much as you thought you were going to. It's true. I did not. I liked <laughs> it. It was good. Oh, cool. Have and you seen... Huh? Sorry. Have you it seen made that woman's Oh my god. <laughs> Let's try again. Yeah. Are you are you talking or am I talking? Who's talking? You go. Have you seen the talented Mr. Ripley? Yes. Okay. 
I mean, yes. I mean, this is like the what the rom com musical number <laughs> version. But <clears throat> I was just I curious. Mean, you don't have to elaborate. Yeah, a, I just it's, it's like that seething jealousy, you know, undercurrent similarity. Um and kind of like that homo erotica that's repressed and also like full of such rage and anger. Um, and of course, you got to seduce the women as well as the men. And yeah. I was going to say, the last song resurrected um, a British woman's music career. <laughs> like uh, Emerald putting that song in the last scene, like now they're playing it on the radio. What is the song? But in this, uh, Murder on the Dance Floor. Oh. Bum, 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 bum. it's the it's the final montage scene oh, okay i don't even remember the song well they're playing it on the radio here and they're playing it on tiktok and okay yeah. i must have just been so uh mesmerized by the nakedness that i missed the song <laughs> it happens all right it's definitely sarah's choice for the next one it is thanks for tuning in and bearing with our sporadic schedule exactly once every four months you get a podcast like. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right toodles